You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, everybody, and happy Tuesday. Today is Tuesday, November 22nd. And earlier this afternoon, Eagles defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon and offensive coordinator Shane Steichen both spoke with the Philly media and are at the podium with a presser that's locked, loaded, and ready for you. I am your host, Rachel Prevett, and this podcast is brought to you by SV Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. First, you will hear from defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon. He talked about how well the newest additions, Nadama Kinsu and Linval Joseph, played on Sunday against the Colts. And then he also explained the challenges that the Eagles will have to face uh, going up against Packers rookie wide receiver Christian Watson this upcoming Sunday. And then you'll hear from Shane Steichen after the break, and he explained why Jalen Hurts deserves to be in the MVP conversation, what exactly it is about quarterback coach Brian Johnson that shines through with Jalen Hurts, and he touched on the impact that an elite wide receiver like A.J. Brown can have on a player like Jalen Hurts. Take a listen. Uh, So a good win for us on the road. Uh, Tough, hard-fought game. Thought we did some good things. Um, first first series didn't look great. Had a couple explosives, explosive pass, explosive run, and then uh, we settled down and played. So uh, situationally, we were pretty good. Held them some field goals, kept some points off the board, which is good. Some guys made some big-time plays, uh, executed at a high level, had the one takeaway. We need another one, and uh, we'll always work for that. But uh, big challenge coming in coming in this week uh, with Green Bay and, and A-Rod, and uh, we'll be excited to play on Sunday Night Football. What, what do you like best about the way your secondary is playing? Uh, their attention to detail. You know, they're they're in the right spots. Uh, they play their leverage the correct way. We don't bust. Uh, you see that when a lot of explosive passes happen, guys aren't on the same page. If you look as you're watching a bunch of, bunch of games, you know, you're like, oh, that's, you know, a mismatch in coverage. We don't do that. Um, I think they they play confidently. Uh, they understand the strength and the stress of the call, and they play together pretty well. And, um, you know, it's like Pasty, just like everything on defense. It's all 11, and, you know, they, they understand how they fit into the to the call and play accordingly. And I think that's where, you know, our, our pass defense has been pretty good, and I think we're striving to become better because we leave some plays out there that we shouldn't leave out there, in my opinion, and in their opinion, um, and they know that. But uh, – execution within the game and situations and each calls, um, I think they're doing a really good job. Odd man fronts, did you guys in certain downs, a couple plays, tighten things up uh, with the three down linemen at all? A couple calls you had there. Yeah, we, we uh, you know, formation, that's always kind of up, Jeff. You know, with, with our different front structures, there's always front mechanics that go into that. And that's, you know, predicated on game plan, what a team's doing. Um, so we try to get our, and that's a little bit of two things. Like what are their staple runs? What do they like to do? 
what runs we are anticipating coming in some of those four down or three down fronts. And then to really sometimes to help create some mismatches with our guys, you know, to make sure that we're getting one-on-ones where we want the one-on-one or where the ball's trying to hit by formationally. So, um, you know, it takes, that's why I always say like the days of guys not knowing what's going on is, is over guys. Like they got to be all 11 got to be smart. So, and TJ runs the show, but our front, they got to know what's going on and why we're doing things, the stress and the strength of each call, why we're aligning them there. And then within that, then when the, it's, when the ball snapped, it's, it's whoop, you know what? And uh, our guys did a good job of that. With the additions of Linval and Sue, how much does the structure of the rotation change and how much work goes into that on a weekly basis? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'll, I'll give a shout out to Tracy, man. Like, you got two new guys that played a bunch of snaps for us. He did a really good job. I mean, you know, to get those guys caught up, and you know, I, th- I think that uh, the other piece to that puzzle that allowed them to come in and play is the versatility and flexibility of the other three up. So I'm talking about Fletch and Hargrave and Milton. You know, they we kind of left those Sue and and LJ in two spots within the certain fronts, and those guys plugged and played around them, um, which helped them that they didn't have to know everything. So that was huge by those guys. And again, those guys that are up, they're smart and they can, they're versatile. They can play different spots. So I think that goes by the wayside, but that's a huge piece to those guys being able to play that fast coming in here. And then, you know, obviously Sue and LJ played a lot of ball and they're, they're smart, you know, individuals. So they understand what's going on. Once they put it into their language, then it was hey, go out and play. And that's what they did. So it was good to get those guys in here and they played well. And like I said, the whole front played extremely well. I mean, you know, Milton, Grave and Fletch, they both had, you know, they did some big time things in that game that really controlled the line of scrimmage. And you see, that's when the D line controls the line of scrimmage. You're probably pretty good. You're probably going to play pretty good run defense. So um, shout out to those guys. You mentioned they out uh, twice before a question was even asked. So when you, when you wake up, um, in the morning, first time it's Packers week. Like, what are the, the first things that, that come to your yeah. mind um, in respect to Rodgers? You know, part of it is because I played in the division with him for four years, you know, so I played I, – I think I've played him – been on a part of teams that have played against Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay, both with McCarthy and LaFleur, a, a good amount, uh, maybe the most ever, this quarterback. Um, but he's a special player. I mean, that's all there is to it. He's going to the Hall of Fame. He's one of the best that's ever done it. And, um, you know, he can beat you a lot of different ways, so we're going to have to be on it. But I have, a, obviously, a high respect for him because of watching him through the years and playing against him. He does things that other guys can't do. Yeah, yeah, after the first series, I'm sorry, after the first series, you really tighten things up. Is the first series of every game kind of a probing type thing where you're looking for what you might not have seen on tape? That's a good question, Merrill. Honestly, I didn't call the first series great and put our guys in some hard downs. Uh, was thinking one thing and didn't get it. You know, that was a little bit of that because we've started fast at times and then, and, but, and then that game, we didn't start fast and you always like to start fast, but they made some plays, you know, and then I think there is a little bit of a feeling out process. Typically, you need a couple series to see how they're going to, what they're trying to do and how they're trying to play you. Um, and then we just talked to our guys a little bit. Hey, we got to make an adjustment here with this formation or this, you know, this run. We got to make an, a little adjustment here, you know, and we typically have those in our back pocket um, that we can get to things pretty quick. That's, you know, smart players. You can do that. We got a very smart unit. 
And um, so, yeah, I, you know, you'd always like to come out and start fast, but they made some plays and then we had to kind of adjust a little bit and we tightened up and played pretty good football the rest of that, that game. Which of the guys that you brought on the defensive line have also played in the NFC North for a while, especially you know, Robert Quinn has got a lot of snaps against yeah, you keep. I mean, if you talk to guys that have played, Fletch is a good one to ask about that. You know, if you guys that have played against certain guys a decent amount of times, they'll keep a book on them. You know, this is what works. This is what his skill set is. This is what's mine. You know, that that's it's the ultimate team game. But every snap, there's a lot of one on one matchups going on. And ultimately, it's you're, you know, R11 playing together, but then winning at a high clip when they have their one-on-one. So, um, you know, the, I'm sure that they'll share notes and go back and forth and, and guys change too, as their careers go. And, you know, certain guys play a certain way early in their career and then they change a little bit. But, um, so we just gotta, we gotta study our opponent like always and know what we need to get to and try to win as many one-on-ones as we can. Good question. What are you expecting from him going forward? Yeah, exactly what he did. Came in here and, and played really good football for us. And I think that's, you know, with both of those guys coming here, that's what they wanted to do. You know, come in, whatever you guys, that's football character. You know, Zach, it's like whatever you need us to do to help our team win, that's what we'll do. And um, so their their roles will change just like everybody's weekly, you know, depending on game plan who's up who's not all that stuff and uh they'll they'll come in and they're ready to go i think both of them want to play a little bit more so it's always good to have as many guys that we can have up and fresh and and hunting the better off we are yeah we just we um we kind of changed that rotation a little bit want to see him get in some plays and we had a whole dime package up but as as it kind of as the game got going that those calls weren't used um, so uh, looking forward to seeing him play more and more for us. You mentioned TJ Edwards earlier, earlier. Why has he been so effective this year playing at the that middle linebacker spot for you guys in the right position? Yeah, you guys know in our in our defense, that's a thinking position, and he's as smart as they come. So, you know, he's got a really good skill set paired with a really good brain, and he plays extremely fast. You hear the head coach talk about accelerated vision. He has it. And, you know, he's calling things out before they even come. And that's part of the work by the coaches, uh, you know, with with Coach Rallis. But that's a lot of film study by him. You know, he he this he's football twenty four seven, and you need to be that way if you're if you're going to be elite in this league. Like there's there's, you know, I used to work for a guy. He's the DB coach in Green Bay right now. Jerry Gray used to say that the NFL is an open book test. And the guys that study the most, and it goes into what our head coach says, like that accelerated vision, like you, there's plays out there to be had when you're, when you're anticipating certain things, but you can only do that by your prep. And that goes six days through the week. And, and TJ takes that to heart and he does that for us and helps a lot of other guys on the defense around him because of his brain and his knowledge. So um, runs the entire front, those front mechanics we're talking about, that's that's TJ. You know what I mean? I mean, we we do some different things that people don't do to try to get in advantageous positions. 
And, um, you know, hopefully we set it up right. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but that's, that's on his plate, the back seven mechanics that's on his plate, you know, along with the secondary, but he's tied into all that. So he's the guy in the middle and he's the guy that I'm yelling at during the series, you know, in his ear, cause he's got the green dot. He's talking to the defense and, uh, he's very emotionally stable. And then when that ball snapped, he's violent. And that's what you're looking for. He's a big man um, and he knows how to play blocks. You know, he's, he's extremely effective with his hands. He's, he's explosive. He's quick. He's big. And, and he's seen all those little different blocking schemes before. Like we're talking about TJ. Like if you ask them how this team, you know, uh, executes a power double, he'll tell you. If you ask, hey, how does this team differ from this team with a power scoop, he'll tell you. Hand placement, footwork, leverage, angles. Like he's he's into the books too now. So he's extremely intelligent. He's a big, violent man, and he's played a lot of football. He knows how to play blocks. And he knows where he fits in and what he has to do to help the other guys make plays. Are you okay with Josiah for the slot? Yeah, 100%. Oh, I, I mean, I love Frank Reich. You know, he holds a very special place in my heart. You know, as when I, I think I text him and, you know, he's made me a better coach, a better person. He's been um, uh, phenomenal with my family the last couple of years. And, um, you know, I, I love him. So, it, honestly, it was a little bit kind of uh, just the, the next game to me. So probably not as much, um, but uh, I hold a very dear place in my heart for Frank Reich. Nick proposed the whole question of Jonathan Gannon, or coach of the old Bronx Rider, assistant coach of the year. A, what are you familiar or, or I guess if you're Nick, bring this up. And um, and what's your evaluation of the defensive? Jeez, Jeez, Nick. What's he doing? No, I, I did not hear that. I'm glad I didn't hear that. You're wrong. Um Yeah, I think we're what's our record now? Nine and one. That's how I base it. You know, are we doing enough to give ourselves a chance to win games? And I think we we've we can definitely get better at that. And as the year goes on, we got to keep playing really good, clean football on defense to give ourselves a chance to win. So um, I don't look at it as a whole right now. I'm, you know, focused on Green Bay. But uh, what, you know, the goal of every week is let's play good enough on defense to give ourselves a chance to win. And I think for the most part, we've done that. Go ahead, Dave. One more. Um, Christian Watson, five touchdown catches the last two weeks. What kind of progress has he made? What kind of test will he be on Sunday? Yeah, big and fast. You know, you talk to our guys. I, I like to talk especially about rookies because the guys that talk to about their rookie skill sets are our, are our offensive coaches. Hey, did you like this guy, Shane, coming out? Did you like this guy, Amo? You know, and they're all like, yeah, yeah, big and fast, you know, and it's got a big-time catch radius. So uh, we got a big-time challenge because he's got a guy that can deal it to him. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, well, I'll start just to kind of rehash the game a little bit. Uh, obviously, we got to, you know, be better offensively. Um, you know, we had a lot of self-inflicted wounds uh, early in the game with the penalties uh, that we can't allow to happen. You know, you get into a third and two situation and get a penalty there, put you in a third and long. And then the next drive, we started going pretty good. And then you get three penalties in a row, put you in a first and 35. Uh, and we almost overcame that. Uh, and then, you know, this, the third drive, I thought, we were moving the ball, did some good things, had three third down conversions, and then you get down inside the tight red, and we had the mishap with a snap. Um, we'll put you in third and goal at 10, which is tough to convert. Uh, but I thought the guys fought hard at the end, and it ain't always going to be perfect. And the way our guys play with grit and toughness to finish the game, uh, I thought was tremendous. And when we needed to make a play, we put the ball in the hands of our leader, Jalen Hurts, and he got it done for us. What led to all running plays after the Miles Sanders penalty? Yeah, I think we had some momentum there. So we got the big penalty, um, felt really good. When we got that, I felt really good that we were going to go down and score there. Uh, and I think that happened with a little bit over three minutes there. And I was like, shoot, if we can control this clock here uh, and leave them, leave them as little time as possible uh, with the ball back, uh, that was the thought process going in. Uh, we ran it good. Uh, Jalen had a hell of a play on that fourth down, fourth and two uh, to get us there. They did some line stunts. Uh, inside, so he was going inside, and then he popped it uh, and got the first down. Hell of a play by him, and then obviously to end the game with that, you know, third and goal at the seven with the quarterback draw, uh, it was huge. I know there's a lot of talk about the um, touchdown run, but the fourth and two uh, play for him. What what went into that call, and what went into the execution of that? Yeah, fourth and two. Really, he was just trying to spread him out a little bit right there, um, and we did. But again, they did a really good job defensively with the defensive line. They did some stunts inside, so we were going to try to get inside the tackles there, uh, and then he they, it all just squeezed down, and then he popped right back outside that thing and, and found a way to get it. So hell of a play by him. You, you've kept a, you've seen the rugby league over the years, like uh, the guys that are MVPs, like Aaron Rodgers, two years in a row. Yeah. What is where does Jalen, does he belong in that conversation? You've seen a lot of different guys over the years. What do you think? Yeah, the way he's playing right now, absolutely. I mean, obviously, when like even with that game, right, not all games are going to be perfect. But when we needed to come up with big plays, he did it for us. And that's what great players do. Um, and so he's continuing to grow and getting better uh, every single day. But we got to keep grinding away. Uh, it's week by week. Uh, and we got to continue to grow. Use Boston in some high leverage uh, snaps there. Uh, hasn't played a lot this year. What was the thinking? What went into that? I think some of those two, like we were going fast a little bit, and I didn't want to – we weren't subbing there, so it was just kind of like we just kept rolling with them there a little bit at the end. Um, but I love Boston. Everything, uh, you know, he stands for, the way he goes about his business. Uh, I love the running back room. All three of those guys are capable of getting it done. It was in Godway that said that they weren't alerted for that QB draw there because you hadn't shown that look yeah. with the running back in, in the backfield for that. Um, it's kind of what went into that behind the scenes during the week and, and also the decision to deploy it in that moment. Yeah, I think there, you know, obviously it was four down mode right there. And so kind of the thought process there was, hey, hopefully they play their third down coverages in that situation, which they did. 
um, which was awesome. And we was like, hey, if we can get this down even to the two or three yard line, it gives us a chance at fourth and goal from the two or three. Um, but yeah, we did it out of the three by one set, which everyone saw. It was just a different way of doing it because we've been doing it, you know, from different you know, sets. From different but sets, different just sets, to give it a little different from, from, from that look, and, and, and uh, it worked out well. 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 Not not during the game. No, you don't, because obviously during the week you have your preparation and what you're thinking about. Um, obviously losing a guy like Dallas Hurts, uh, he's a tremendous player, but you're not thinking about that during the game. Uh, you have that preparation going through the week um, that you know he's not available. Did you see really down the personnel groups in the second half versus the first half? Is there a reason behind that? Uh, not necessarily. Not necessarily. You, you talked about Jack. We all know Jalen's fast can run but you just touch on like during the play his vision his his awareness and, and his ability to like to make that that decision in the middle of the play to kick it outside yeah no question I think those the, the really really good players have a great feel for the game uh and obviously he's got a really good feel for the game and where the holes are uh and the vision obviously you know you see one of the great running backs how they have vision to hit holes and, and stuff but as a quarterback to see that that's very impressive obviously he's been doing it all the way through college and now in the NFL um, but he's got a great, tremendous feel for the game. If I could rephrase that Dallas question. So, you know, obviously you know he's a big loss. And you know you have to replace him with like a lot of different guys. Mm-hmm. And how did, how did you think it worked out? I mean, was it as seamless as you thought? Was it tougher than you thought? I mean, like I said, anytime you lose a player like that, it's not going to be as easy as you think. You know what I mean? you got to adjust things uh, as you go throughout the week. But uh, everyone's got to step up. Um, Jack, you know, obviously he's been doing a good job. He played a good game for us. And then obviously Grant uh, stepped in there and Tyree had a few snaps. So uh, every group, when you lose a really good player, everyone around you has got to step up. And I, I thought those guys did at the end of the game to go win it. Do you ever have a comp that pops in your mind? I don't like to compare guys, to be honest. Uh, I wouldn't do that. And Jalen Hurts is Jalen Hurts. Um, and he's playing good football. What do you see from Russell Douglas for the Packers as a player? Um, shoot, he's long, he's rangy, um, he's got really good vision, uh, you know, he plays the ball well, um, he's a good player, you know, this is going to be a, a tough challenge for us, I know they're hungry for a win, um, up front too, defensively, you know, they got Clark and Preston, which are really good players, and then they got the rookie linebacker Walker from Georgia, who's playing good ball, and then Alexander at the corner position, uh, they do a lot of good things defensively, uh, that we got to be ready for. Um, it'll be a big challenge for us. Uh, again, like one we're looking forward to on Sunday night. Yeah, uh, you know, after a couple of wrinkles to the quarterback scheme, you know, having different loads yeah. of personnel. I guess what's the process like, you know, finding that stuff and adding it? Yeah, we are, we talk about that up, you know, up in our meeting rooms all the time. And Nick's always like, how can we get these, you know, different looks? How can we add wrinkles to it? Um, so we're, we're always looking through those different things, uh, to get a yard. Uh, and really it starts up front with the offensive line, uh, inside. Those guys are just so powerful up front, uh, that we feel very confident that we can get a yard. What is that formation called? Uh, we have a whole, we, we name them a whole bunch of different things. So there, there's a whole bunch of different names for them. No, do you tell you about that? <laughs> yeah, no, that, that thing is a gauntlet in there. Um, you know, we come up with our red zone package, but it is good. I mean, we go through every little detail, uh, to get it right. And there's a lot of stuff because we know when we get down in there tight, like teams might play us differently than most. Um, so we always got to have a plan for what could happen. Uh, and those things go long, but we got to make sure we get it right. Based on the results, it seems like Brian Johnson's, uh, a very good job with Jalen. Yeah. What, 
what is it exactly that uh, you know that that shines through in your opinion? Yeah, Brian Brian played the quarterback position, um, and he's done a tremendous job. He sees the game really well, and so when he's going through the stuff with him uh, in the meetings, out on the practice field, just the way he communicates, he's a great communicator with Jalen. Uh, he does a heck of a job getting his mind right um, to go execute on Sundays. You said uh, not necessarily as, as, as far as if there was a reason for tearing down the personnel packages, but why were you guys more 11 in the second half than the first half? Uh, I just thought we, we had some things on the call sheet that we felt confident with uh, in the second half out of 11 personnel. And plus, obviously, you got, you know, A.J. out there and Quez and, uh, and Smitty. So those are three really good players that we feel really good about, uh, and that's where it went. After last week, it looked like Jalen was going to have a chance to have a drive to win a game, and two times it kind of got wiped away with the close fumble and then uh, yeah. penalty on defense. Were you kind of looking forward to seeing him in that situation? Yeah, it was awesome. I think uh, anytime you can put the ball in the hands uh, of one of your best players uh, to go win it and see what he did there, I mean, it was awesome. Like I said, he made some big-time plays. Uh, obviously, it takes all of us to go execute, but uh, the way he operated in that drive, that's what you want to see from a quarterback. Called much through the first half of the season, but he's got uh, six catches for 100 something, 102 yards last yeah. week. You know, what did he show during that period, and what is he, and what is he shown since? Um, he's been awesome. You know, Quez has been steady. He's been very selfless. You know, in that situation, obviously you got Dallas, you got AJ. Um, and uh, when 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 a guy goes down like Dallas, you know, guys got to step up, and that's what Quez is doing right now. Yeah, you got ten that's games, one. a sample size. Uh, just how much of an impact has, has A.J. had on the development of Jalen? It's awesome. Anytime you add an elite receiver like A.J. Uh, to the fold, I mean, it's going to make your offense better. Uh, and that's what he's been doing. And we got to continue uh, continue growing as an offense. Every week's a new week. Um, and we got to be locked in and ready to go every week. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.